shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers mm. or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more <gasps> bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. This Thanksgiving, spend some time with Clifford. Clifford! Clifford! We got a dog. I noticed. You can run to the number one family film in America. That's the big red dog. Clifford, the big red dog. Ready PGA, now play. In theaters and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Hey everybody, it's Sam from Wrestling Overtime, and this is your WWE Monday Night Raw results and thoughts for January 18th, uh, 2021. Um, they open up talking about how Alexa Bliss is finally going to be in singles action. Good lord. I have been waiting for her to wrestle for it seems like years now, but she's going to be taking on Oscar, and that um, I'm not sure that that's who your first match back. You haven't wrestled in a while, Alexa, and I'm not sure that that's who you need to be wrestling right off the bat. But then they, of course, want to um showcase randy orton is going to have some words for alexa bliss it's going to be his first time back from last week's fireball incident and then they're going to see or show us um charlotte flair and rick flair and lacey evans how is that going to turn out they open up with a Martin Luther King Jr. package, um, and I have always said that WWE documentary team, their production team, whatever you want to call them, that produce these video packages are um, second to none. They um, they're unbelievable, and this this Martin Luther King Jr. package was. Uh, right up there. Then we get Randy Orton. Um, he was wearing a mask. And the parts that you could see that the mask did not cover around his eyes, his lips, his nose, uh, were made to look burned. I'm going to say this. Um, I try not to be uh, say anything negative about Randy Orton because I love him to death. I wish he would have said no to this. The mask that they have him in appears when first look to be way too tight for his head. Looks like they got a small and Randy's head is a large or whatever. But it looks like they tried to stuff his head into this. It makes it bulge out. And maybe that's the effect they thought looked cool. But what they 
didn't realize is if you have been burned, you're not going to put on a tight mask over those burns so that it rubs up against it and hurts. Um, that doesn't make any sense. It would have made better sense had they put some kind of salve on his face after they had reddened it, put salve on his face, and then wrapped it in gauze since that's what they do medically for burn victims uh to keep the infection down. They do not stick a tight mask on where burn parts are popping out of holes to make it I, I don't know. I guess they thought it looked scary. I don't know. The mask they picked was awful. Um but he says the the voices in my head have never been louder. And and I can see why. Uh, they're screaming for you to take that mask off, Randy. But he says like, he didn't burn Alexa Bliss three weeks ago. And Alexa chose a different choice last week when she had things the other way around. He called Triple H his next victim. And he said then... Bliss interrupted and said, look at me, look at me, and and this is how she shows, you know, being thankful for my compassion. And he said he hasn't been able to close his eyes to go to sleep because all he can see is the ball of fire flying towards his face. So that he has first degree burns. But that he doesn't blame Alexa Bliss. He blames The Fiend. He said The Fiend is trying to stop him from winning the Royal Rumble. But that he will win the Royal Rumble. Here's the thing, though. I don't know that anyone right now is thinking that he will win the Royal Rumble. That may be the swerve that they need to do. Um, but this turned out to be a good promo, but at first glance, first look, like I said, it just appeared that WWE had totally, you know, messed this up. We then see Ric Flair and and Lacey Evans coming in. Uh, Of course, Lacey Evans has to throw... Some insults at Charlotte Flair, who's wrestling Peyton Royce next. And um, this match was really quick. And Peyton Royce really, I don't know, she didn't really get any offense in. And it, I got distracted for a moment. And so I'm going to take you guys down my tangent path because that's where my notes went. Um, because she didn't get very much offense and I'm seeing 
Billy Kay's not wrestling on SmackDown, but she is at least a part of the show that I look forward to. She's funny. Um, they're allowing her to be herself. Whereas Peyton Royce was supposed to be the one that supposedly Vince McMahon wanted to see have a singles career, and that's why they split up the Iconics, leaving the women's tag division with, you know, less tag teams than, you know, what they really need. But after watching Peyton Royce in this, she's become kind of singles jobber she's either not on tv or if she is she's with one of the top women Shayna baszler charlotte flair oscar whoever getting killed and why she wasn't left with the iconics i i just don't know and i don't understand and i wish someone could explain that decision to me. But back to the match. Uh, of course, Lace, Lacey Evans comes out with Ric Flair. And she's wearing one of Ric Flair's robes. Now, I actually at first thought she was wearing one of Charlotte's robes. But no, it's one of Ric's robes. And this caused a distraction and I don't know why Charlotte Flair's a veteran she's been a champion 20 billion times they're wanting her to break her dad's record next you know probably month but um I don't understand why this should be a distraction she should have looked at it waved at him and went on but eventually she gets focused and she puts the figure eight on and wins. And she then doesn't release the submission. And I wish she would have, as she was putting the figure eight on, pointed at Lacey Evans. That probably would have made me even more happy. But she did make make her point, and instead of continuing the story, no, they, boom, cut and go to the Hurt Business, where they run into Riddle. And Riddle says he's taking the high road. Of course Stoner Boy is. And, um, you know, they make some jokes, and it ends up with Bobby Lashley stomping on Riddle's bare feet. And Riddle is then shown with the Lucha House Party and he's going to have to tape up his foot. I don't know why this is such a big deal. Riddle has wrestled and been in MMA with bare feet forever. He's been dealing with this. I don't know why WWE keeps going back to this barefoot thing. It's I don't know, a little bit crazy, if you ask me. Then uh, we have Xavier Woods taking on Mace. Um, still not sure why this is going on. Um, 
of course, Xavier Woods with Big E being on SmackDown and doing his singles run. Kofi Kingston being out. Uh, I just talked about it in this morning's um, news and thoughts about how Kofi Kingston got hurt and when, when he's expected back. But having Woods do this is absolutely uncalled for, and I don't understand. It's like they're using retrib- or New Day to get retribution over. That would be all well and good if it was actually New Day. It's not. It's it's Xavier Woods. And as you've heard me say numerous times, Xavier Woods is the weak point of New Day. New Day, on most of their championships that they've won, it's always been Kofi and Big E. It's, Xavier is usually outside playing with his little trombone. Uh, he is the cheerleader of the group. So beating him is not the same as beating New Day. And I don't feel like you get the rub that you're expecting. Also, having Mace show up against Xavier Woods, I mean, it's like, um, you know, me taking on a little two-year-old. Um, it looks like a giant taking on a kid, and it's ridiculous. Um, T-Bar getting involved. Why? Why does he need to? Why is this continuing? Um, Mace ends up winning, but again, I'm not even really sure why this match is, is happening. Um, they go to commercial and we get Alexis Playground. Now, you guys know I love Alexis Playground. Um, I love that it's in the ring. I love the character that she has created from this. It is extremely believable. I love the changes she makes. I think you have to watch the little things. Uh, and people are learning that now because people are calling attention to it. That you have to watch what clothes is she wearing? What color are her eyes? Okay, they just did a cut or someone else was talking and they've come back to her. So is she still wearing the same clothes? Is she, is her eyes still the same color? Is she wearing her gloves? Is she not wearing her gloves? And, and so, Alexa Bliss has really developed this character and made it intriguing and interesting. And you're wanting to know what is she going to do next. So when she starts addressing Randy Orton and saying things got a little heated last week, I can't help but laugh. She's the perfect heel. She's the smart kind of heel and that's I think the best kind and she offered different sunblock suggestions and then she invited Asuka to her playground now Asuka goes to set in the other swing and 
Alexa is like, no, 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 because apparently someone invisible maybe is sitting there because then they start manically laughing and she wants to deliver some breaking news. And Asuka kind of looks at her and she says, I am entering the Royal Rumble match. Asuka tells her good luck and that it would be an honor to face her at WrestleMania because she is a big fan of hers. Asuka then says, yowie, wowie. And immediately, Alexa's demeanor changes. She's upset. And someone backstage plays Asuka's music. And Asuka starts dancing. And Alexa Bliss yells at her, stop it. And then... Alexa gets in Asuka's face. But she turns because her invisible friend obviously is talking to her. And Alexa says it wasn't supposed to be like this. And she starts seeming like she's sad. And you see... Asuka feels sorry for her. Um, Asuka's acting is absolutely unbelievable. It, this part makes me go back to when Becky Lynch announced that she was pregnant. And you see Asuka say, you mother. And how awesome that moment was. Well, you hear... Asuka speak in Japanese, and then she says, kind of softly, like she's trying to offer, you know, some kind of friendship, almost, to Alexa Bliss, and says, the fiend is still here, and Alexa loses her mind and screams, do not say his name. Well, Asuka's out there. She is thinking, there's no way. This this girl's crazy. And you see Alexa Bliss walk over and sit on her wooden rocking horse. And all I can think about is if somehow, I don't know how, but if somehow they can portray this story in the Royal Rumble. They can get the the two sides of Alexa Bliss going and her being nice at one point and her screaming or somebody bringing up the fiend in the middle of the Royal Rumble and her losing it and her turning and it would make the Women's Royal Rumble that much more exciting and interesting and just, I don't know. Then we get um, Mandy Rose versus Shayna Baszler. Um, Mandy immediately starts off, and I don't know why every person that takes Shayna on does this. They try to kind of jump the bell or go right after Shayna. 
by doing that, you're leaning your body and all of your body weight into Shayna. And that is her MMA style where she takes your power away from you. So she just quickly, you know, rolls her, starts basically beating her with uh fist, knees, strikes, kicks, whatever. Um and Dana Brooke who's out there tries to distract Shayna and of course this just doesn't work. Um I don't even know why they even try. But I'm so glad that they made Shayna look like the monster she is, like she should be portrayed. She didn't get distracted by Dana Brooke because she shouldn't. She's a veteran. She just put the clutch on and put her, you know, she tapped. I think they have to go back to tap, nap, or snap with Shayna Baszler and recover this character. Now, of course, Nia Jax and Shayna are arguing after the match, and Dana Burke comes and nails Nia Jax with a drop kick that sends her into Shayna. And, you know, after commercial, they show them still throwing a fit backstage at each other, and the, they now want their rematch for the women's tag team titles. Okay, because it seems like Charlotte has got a different story going on with Lacey Evans. Oscar's now pissed Alexa Bliss off, and so we're going to throw another story in there. They never should have gave the tag team titles to Charlotte and Oscar to begin with. Uh, they they don't do well in more than one storyline. And so, this is another example of WWE not having a long-term plan. Vince McMahon wanted Charlotte to come back and make her return at a pay-per-view to shock people, which she didn't shock anybody. Everybody knew. And he couldn't bear that she would come back and not win the championships right off the bat. He couldn't bear that she would have been off for six months and be rusty and not win. Um, it, it It's just an instance of WWE not long-term booking, not thinking through things. So then we see Ricochet talking to Adam Pearce. AJ Styles walks up and talks trash, and, um, you know, Ricochet mentions this is just like uh, 51st dates, and AJ Styles said he liked Drew, Mer- Drew Barrymore from that movie, and um, Ricochet just kind of was like, what? And AJ Styles says it's kind of like you have amnesia and think that you actually belong in the Royal Rumble. Adam Pierce makes a um, 
de- declaration, I guess, that AJ Styles is going to take on Ricochet, and that if Ricochet wins, then he will get to be in the Royal Rumble. Um, AJ Styles ended up taking some offense from Ricochet in the beginning, and it actually got me excited because I thought Ricochet does remember how to actually wrestle. Maybe him doing some of these moves and AJ selling them so well will get Vince McMahon on his side, and maybe we'll get to see more of Ricochet. However, um, AJ Styles ended up sliding out, and Ricochet was going for a suicide dive, but almost caught him. And the referee tells Almost to put Ricochet down, and so Almost does. He he decides, well, I'll put him down. Well, after we come back from commercial, AJ has taken over. We don't know how or when or whatever. Uh, but, you know, he actually gets him uh, in a comeback. Ricochet all of a sudden hits a DDT off the ropes and then does a discus clothesline and then a German suplex. And I was like, yes. Ricochet is going to win this, and he's going to turn his whole entire career around because of AJ Styles. No, that's not how the agents and WWE want it. They want um, poor Ricochet to suffer. He Ricochet ends up hitting a code breaker and then goes up top, and AJ Styles, you know, catches him. And moves him into the Styles Clash. And AJ Styles gets the win. And I was like, daggone it. Um, this, this is awful. I, I hate this. Um, Ricochet would have been great in the Royal Rumble. I hope that they can find a way to get him in. He is definitely one of the top 30. But whatever. We then get the dirt sheet. And we get uh, Miz and Morrison. They're not funny. Um, this whole segment should have been thrown out. They introduce Goldberg. It's Gilbert, and, um, the little guy. And he has recently suffered a heart attack, if you guys didn't know that. I I don't think that I had reported that in News and Thoughts, but um, I'm glad WWE decided to give him work, but I didn't need to see it. Um, Then Drew McIntyre's music hits. Out comes a very much smaller, um, way more Alice shape person that's supposed to be Drew McIntyre. I don't know his name. But um, then you have fake Goldberg and fake Drew McIntyre going after each other. And Miz says it doesn't matter. He's going to end up cashing in at the Royal Rumble because he's the Miz. 
And then he steps in front of him and says, I'm next. Miz, you're not cashing in at the Royal Rumble. If you do, you're stupid. And this whole segment was stupid. Um, we end up with Lucha House Party and Riddle taking on the Hurt Business. I'm... I'm not even talking about this match. This match is stupid. Lucha House Party, I thought, went to NXT. They need to stay in NXT. I don't know why Stoner Boy is bothering with the Hurt Business. I thought the Hurt Business was supposed to be getting rid of Retribution. You know, I thought they were, they told WWE to fire security and they were going to become security and that they would get rid of Retribution. We'll go do that, guys. Um... You know, Lashley ends up uh, winning this for the Hurt Business. Then uh, you have Elias and Riker backstage talking about Jeff Hardy. And I'm thinking, please, please, please let this drop. Please leave Jeff Hardy alone. We get Drew McIntyre cutting a promo. He's in what appears to be his home gym and says that... He's feeling stronger than ever, but that he's still in quarantine. And that he enjoyed the segment with, you know, I guess the little Goldberg and the little Drew McIntyre, but sometimes lions eat the clowns. And I'm like, well, that was a nice statement, but did we really have to waste time on this either? But, of course, I have begged, leave Jeff Hardy alone. Well, they can't. It's We're going to have Jeff Hardy versus Jackson Riker. And, of course, Elias can't leave well enough alone. He interferes. So Jeff Hardy wins by DQ. So, finally, we get Asuka versus Alexa Bliss. Um, I'm interested in this match. Not only because of the story promo that they told on Alexa's playground. Like I said, Alexa has not wrestled. I can't even remember the last time she wrestled. And so I'm interested in seeing, is she rusty? And Asuka immediately lands a pretty stiff need to Alexa's um, nose forehead area and I thought whoa that had to hurt well the light started to go out like the fiend was coming well we go to commercial and I'm like what why are we doing this? Well, when we come back from commercial, Alexa's hair, makeup, outfit, everything has changed. Um, she is stalking Asuka, and Alexa Bliss has this emotionless face. And she ducks a kick 
by Asuka and blocks several strikes. It's like Alexa Bliss is the Matrix now and that she knows exactly what's happening before it happens. Um, Asuka ended up catching her with a kick and Alexa no-sold it. And I mean... No sold it well. And Asuka tried to fight back, but it ended up Alexa did Bray Wyatt's upside down pose over in the corner where he's getting ready to do Sister Abigail, you know. Um, Alexa hits a big right hand and then, um, did Asuka did two spinning back fists, and then as she goes to do one, Alexa catches her, does the sister Abigail, and wins. Then we see a cut in, I don't know how else to put it, um, a cut in the camera, and Alexa Bliss is, boom, transformed back into her uh, happy look again. The original way she was dressed before Asuka nailed her with that stiff knee. So her makeup has changed, her hair has changed, her outfit has changed, all of that. Um, and then she mouths the words, let me in, and we hear the fiend's voice. So we're left wondering, is Alexa now the fiend? Is it just the fiend has taken over Alexa Bliss? Is, when is he coming back? What is going on? But we're also, or I am also thinking, you know, if this is being held in front of live fans, they couldn't do this. They're telling this story, which is an excellent story, and I am enjoying it. It's one of the few things I'm enjoying about WWE. But um think about it. With Alexa doing the fireball, you know, that was pre-taped. Um, Randy Orton Fiend match, part of it was pre-taped. Um, obviously, parts of this were pre-taped uh, because she changed outfits. Um, so that's the thing is, on one hand, WWE wants fans to come back and is all excited about it and wants this done and wants to bring them back for WrestleMania and have 18,000 of them and da-da-da-da-da. But on the other hand, you've got one of the best stories on Raw. You can't do in front of live fans. Because it is supernatural 
and it requires camera cuts. It requires—I can't talk—requires things that are pre-taped. So, how are they going to do and have their cake and eat it too? So, we're gonna have to wait and see on that, I guess. What did you guys think of this role? I want to know. I loved Alexa, Oscar playing against each other. I can't help it. I'm kind of enjoying the Charlotte Lacey aspect. Um, Nia and Shayna need to break up. They don't need to go after the belts, but somehow the belts need to get off of Charlotte and Oscar, and I don't know how they're going to do that. Um, I miss Drew McIntyre, and I miss Randy Orton. Um, they they've been a big part of Raw here recently, and I don't like their fill-ins because their fill-ins that they're filling in with are the Hurt Business, Retribution, poor Xavier Woods who keeps getting the crap knocked out of him, and then Jackson Riker who I don't even think should be on TV versus poor Jeff Hardy who deserves way better than this, and Elias who should I don't know go away, so. I'm hit or miss on on Raw. When they're good, they're very good. This Alexa Bliss stuff is really good. But when they are bad, Xavier Woods versus Mace, that's bad. Um, so they're they're not any closer to fixing it. WWE creative has got to get it together and make better storylines and better matches. In my opinion, what's your opinion? Uh, write me at wrestlingovertime at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at wrestlingovertime. I want to hear what you guys think. I will be talking to you soon, and I'll see you down the road. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.